Today on the pod, things that are older than you think. Top Ask Job Interview Questions, Damaged Cash, Clever Tats, Book Clubs and Wiki Races. There are plenty of things out there that are older than you think. If you thought the pyramids were invented 30 years ago, think again. Way longer than that. I can't uh, believe that. Yeah, the, I mean, the big draw card was the apple. That elicited oh, the biggest response, was, wasn't yeah, it? That, was that rocks me. Like, I, I feel robbed by the supermarkets for that one. Well, what you need to do, if you ever are driving on a country road and you see an, like an apple tree, like a little orchard where you can pick one off the, from the other side of the fence, absolutely do it because you haven't lived until you've, you've sucked freshie. an apple straight off the vine. Yeah. A full freshie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really taste the difference as well. Um, top ass job interview questions in the corporate world, obviously. The big wigs, the fat cats, the pencil pushers, the suit and tie wise guys. Um, could me or Shuey Louie become hired for a proper financial gig? I think it'd be pretty easy working at H&R Block, to be honest. I don't understand this whole three and a half years uni accountant thing. I mean, count, count. We all do our tax. We can all do our tax if we hey, want to. You can do them on your own. Mm. Yeah, I think there's a lot up. more to it than you think, Lakey. Mm. I doubt you'd be very good. Okay. Have you damaged cash? Have you damaged any cash? And did you know that with that damaged cash, you can take it back to the bank? Take it back to the bank and get it replaced? Huge news to me. Not many people knew that. Um, clever tats, just classic tattoos. That really a statement piece of not only the body but the mind as well. Man gets Nike shoes tattooed on his feet so he never have to wear Nikes ever again. Genius! Uh, what, mm. goes on at the, well, what goes on at the book club? Because I'm inventing my own documentary club, which is not an invention. It was already a thing that existed. But a man who did his own documentary yeah, club. Yeah, let me know all the things to do a successful documentary club myself. Or d'oeuvres are a big one for me. Yeah, I was about to say, you really need to um, nail in what yeah. snacks you're going to have. I won't be skippy on cocktail, Frank. So that's what you get with my doco club. And Wiki Races as well. Only one person got to the end. Uh, it begins with S and rhymes with thigh pie. Hmm. Enjoy the podcast. Shuey Louie filling in for Maz. She'll be back hopefully on Monday after she recovers over the weekend from a bout of the floozies. Um, Right now, smart tattoos. Genius tattoos on 131060. Tattoos that aren't a waste of space. Something that's been well thought through. Something that provides a chuckle and saying, oh, God, he's a smart guy, isn't he? Comes off the back of a bloke who's got Nike shoes tattooed onto his feet because he's tired of paying for new ones. He'll never have to wear shoes ever again. I bet they look pretty fast. You ask me as well. I bet he's in, I bet he's improved on his 100 meter time trial. Um, the classic. I highly doubt that. The classic drawn on shoes. The classic mustache on the finger. Put it up to the mouth. All of a sudden, instant mustache. Don't have to I shave anymore. I liked your one. Your one was very funny. The man that you met with the chicken on his hand. Chicken on one hand. Chicken palmer. Tree on the other uh, inside of his hand. Palm tree. I get around the chicken one, palm tree, but too daddy oh, for me. No. Absolutely genius stuff, right? Maybe like get a couple of condoms across your ribs, you know? Ribbed condoms? Only you would think of that. Get a chair like on your forearm. Armchair? Get like a little golfer on your butt cheek. Putting the ball into the hole. Yeah, just oh, smart stuff. Nobody is getting that. Genius tattoos from thirteen ten sixty. We're a smart bunch this morning. Natalie, morning to you. Good morning. Morning. You've uh, seen a smart tattoo getting around? Yeah, my mother-in-law. She has no tattoos, so we were just walking through the tattoo parlor, local tattoo parlor, mm. and um, she's missing her big toe on her foot. Oh. Hmm. So she's like, oh, this would be pretty funny. Um, so my husband's like, oh, let's go and get a tattoo. And she's like, what? It's like, oh, we'll get a um, gone to market on the on her toe. Yeah, yes. on a missing toe. So yes. gone to market. 
Yes, yes. Fun. Yeah, oh, hilarious. Piggy. Hilarious. Little piggy gone Ingenious. to market. It's gone to market. Yep. Yep. I don't mind that. Oh, it's, it's just so good. I mean, all of a sudden you've spun this little, maybe some people, oh, God, look at that missing turn. Oh, what? No, it's just gone to the market. You're turning a negative into a positive. It speaks wonders of the, the mother-in-law. And it's like fodder. It's genius is what it is. Yep. Some people right now with skulls on their backs feeling mighty foolish. Amy. Hi. Genius tattoo. Um, so I have the word boo graffitied under my right arm and I have two little bees under my left arm. So uh, it's a running joke with my best friends and I um, I was really intoxicated one night mm. and in the middle of, they were telling me dad jokes and apparently my girlfriend saying that boobies mm. was the, the punchline and I was in hysterics. And so it's been something that we've laughed at for years and then I'm actually reasonably flat-chested. So when people have comments about um, not having any boobs, mm. I can just go, excuse me, I have boobies. Wow. Ah. Once again, we're seeing people with lack of body part turning it into a shining light. Maybe their best asset. All Good of a combo yeah. starter as well. Yep. You know, people Absolutely. see them and they're like, what are those? And then you've got a great story to tell. Yep. Absolutely. Tell you what, plenty of people who are cancelling their boob jobs right now and just... Replacing that with a tattoo session. Me is one of them. <laughs> well played. <laughs> uh, Vivian, wrap this up on 131060. Just a state of geniuses this morning. What's the genius tattoo? Okay, um, so it's actually my partner's. Mm. So he went to Thailand and he got a tattoo when he was very drunk. Mm. And it's the Australian Super Industry Fund right next to, you know. Um, and it's like, On his todge? Yeah, from little things, big things grow. So it's like in his inner thigh there, so... <sighs> Yeah. From yes. little things, it's big things grow. Yes. From little things, big things grow. will benefit his member. Um, look, there's uh, something I, I want to enlighten you guys on. You think you know everything, do you? You think you've got it all sewn up, you kids? Well, you don't. There's some things that are older than you think they are. Are you old enough? Are you Things that you think are a certain age that have been around on the planet for a certain amount of time? No, double that. Times it by four. Divide it by two, then times it by another ten. Because these things are old. I'm imagining like 90s toys. Like Nintendo, Mm. Polly Pocket. I'm going to blow your mind with Nintendo. That's coming soon. That's coming real soon. Uh, Let me start off with the real vintage though, the old dinosaurs, right? So Stegosaurus, you know, I think it's pretty old. Well, it's older than you think. It didn't. Did you know the Stegosaurus did not coexist with the T Rex? What's the Stegosaurus? The Stegosaurus is, is the one big, on all big four. long, long fat thing with the tail, isn't it? Yeah, and all the plates on his oh, on yeah. his back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. So you think, oh yeah, that's just chilling around with the T Rex, right? Mm-hmm. Never coexisted with the T Rex. In fact, the T Rex is closer to when humans started than when the Stegosaurus ended. So the Stegosaurus became extinct. Yep. Before the T-Rex. And then a whole heap of time passed. T-Rex, a little bit of time passed, humans. Whoa. Yeah. Why were they not around at the same time? Well, you haven't got that far into your research? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's older than you think. Um, I'll tell you what else is older than you think. Supermarket fruit and veg. Think it's fresh, mm-hmm. think it's fresh from the, the soil, do you? No, at least a week. And your apples... A year. A that year? That blows picked, my mind. They were picked a year ago. Did the sh- 
you're saying mm-hmm. the apples on the shelf at Woolworths or yep. Coles were I'm on talking a tree the fresh food a year people. ago. Yep. But then wow. how do you get like a cloudy bruised apple and a fresh one if they're all three years old? Ah, oh, sorry, a year old. Glad you asked. Because they store them in vats mm. of carbon dioxide. It's oxygen yeah. that makes them spoil. Okay, you've done your research on that one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wowza. Older than you think. The pyramids. Woolly mammoths were still around when the pyramids were built. That's, no. how, old, that's how old these pizzas the are. The Ice Age. Yep. The Maybe. pyramids were around. Yep. Yep. I don't I like it when one. you put my own research into my mouth, so sure. Yep. <laughs> that's it. I believe that. Yeah, do you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not as impressive as the apple. Yeah. I'll give you that. I go, okay, why not? Um, why not? Why not? Why, why not have a pyramid and a mammoth? Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah why they not? They just seem two different times to me. Yeah, they do. I believe you, though, like it. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, here's the next one, Nintendo. Yeah. 1889. No. Yep. No. 18... TVs weren't even invented then. Hey, hey, hey. That's a, You're lying. Hey, done my research. The Nintendo company right. was invented. What? Started off as a trading card company. Aha, uh-huh, like the Pokemon cards. Yep, yep. Not the Nintendo we not, know it as. Not today. the Nintendo 64. That was more of a 96, 97 sort of job. Yeah. But, but don't you think it's quite a modern word for 1889? Imagine saying the word Nintendo, Nintendo. in 1889. Well, yeah. that, I mean. Was that the name of the card game? Uh, the yeah. Yeah. You don't know. No, it, yep. It sort of sounds <laughs> Italian in a way, though. So, you, you know, like Nintendo, think, Nintendo. I think it's Japanese, isn't it? It's, yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Very. Oh, well, I think you haven't done my research. <laughs> hey, not my facts. Uh, not my facts. <laughs> the, ca- the camera, 1826. Bang. Uh, the electric yep. car, 1891. What, like a Tesla? I did know this. Not the Tez, but the first electric car was invented in 1891. A plug-in car. And now they're just mm-hmm. saying it's like this new and improved yep. thing. But well, it's that old. Well, it's different to yeah, what it was then. It's come a long way. <laughs> it's not the same. It's come a long way. But, of course, you know, that one, how much better would batteries be now if petrol was never invented? Mm. You know what I mean? We'd have to adapt with our batteries and we'd have these sick electric cars. Well, so we'd be a lot greener. We'd be a lot sure. greener. Um, so it went electric, then went to petrol, and then it's back to electric again. And the final one, this is going to blow your beanstalk. Birkenstocks. <laughs> 1774. No, I can believe that. Yeah, I believe because, that. Because, yeah. Oh. You see all the photos, well, not photos, oh. pictures, paintings. Oh. Everyone's wearing burkies. Yeah, they're in sandals. Yeah, true. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Should have put that one at the start, like It's in the Bible over there. Oh, yeah, Jesus <laughs> even wears them. All right. Blowing our minds Sorry. with the apples. Nice now, the great job interview of 2022. I won't pay, I won't pay. In the corporate setting, myself and Shuey Lou have always worked in media, very one-sided. Know, know how to ra- uh, nail a radio interview. And to be oh, honest, yeah. it's mostly what you do on the air, not what yeah. you say off the air in yeah. the interview process. But I mean, for those people that are trying to get into the corporate world or have immersed themselves in the corporate world, there's serious questions. There's suit and tie wise guys who are asking mm. the hard hitters. And we've never been in that world, Shuey. Never. I, I, I wouldn't even know what to say in like a finance or accounting or something like that kind of interview. Like what sort of jargon do you use? Exactly. Well, there'd, any, be, there'd be words you'd have to use. Yeah. Uh, fiscal. 
I'm going to try to drop in fiscal. Jargon's okay. a good one. Yeah, ja- jargon is good, actually, as well. Yeah. I love finance jargon. <laughs> I love all the jargon. I love You're it. hired. I, I was raised on jargon. That's not jargon for breakfast. I love it. So um, I've got a list of the top 10 most asked interview questions. I'm not going to go through all 10. I've mm. just picked a few. Yep. Um, and then we're going to see how you guys go on a job interview. Okay, so you're the boss. I'm the boss. You can only hire one. I'm the Lord Sugar in this situation. Oh, hello, Lord Sugar. Oh, Lord Sugar. Um. <laughs> So you can only hire one person. All I right. can only hire one of you, and this will be based on your um, how you respond to the questions. And I've got written down why okay. an employer would ask this and how okay. um, to respond well afterwards. So we'll go through that after. Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. You go first, Lou? All right. Based on your understanding... Oh, you're going for an accountant. Yeah? Do we? Oh, H&R right? Block. I love H- H&R, H&R Block style. Yeah. Mm. Okay, cool. I live for accounting. All right. Mm. So bear that in mind. Mm. Based on your understanding of this role, which of your skills do you believe will be most valuable to our organisation? Look, I believe that I'm a really big people person and I, um, I, I thrive working with others. So I think um, this role obviously entails me dealing with uh, clients outside of the accounting firm. So I'd like to think that I could create, you know, good people skills, uh, relationships, which would enhance the entire company. Um, I'm also obviously obsessed with numbers, hence why I'm in accounting. Um, so that would also be a great bonus for myself and also the company. Okay. Oh, my God. Now, She's good. She's I, really good. I've just realised how much of an insular bubble I've created over the years. <laughs> now, oh no, you, there's there's one big flaw you've done. Say mm. um, which I mark you down. Saying for um it. too much. No, it's not that. Laughing. Um, making making silly accountant jokes at the well, end to the head accountant that. who spent his whole that. life accounting. There was that. <laughs> hey, we've got to have a bit of fun and but banter let, in the office. <laughs> should we have you do it and then I'll see oh, who does it better? God, yeah. Okay, Shit. so. To Lakey, I'll ask you the same question. Based on your understanding of this role, which of your skills do you believe will be most valuable to our organisation? I mean, the thing with me is I've got a can-do attitude and I always have. Probably my biggest weakness is I take on too much. I struggle to delegate, but I'm I'm learning as I go. Because career, I like to think, it, yes, it's linear, but it's a process as well and we can all do better. So I look at working well as an individual, but also excelling in a team environment. And that's what attracted me to this job in the first place. I've done my accounting and my, my tax returns with H&R Block for the last couple of years. Okay. I must have been thoroughly impressed with what you've managed to build with the team. And I'd love to be a part of that as well. Okay. Bit of schmooze. Bit of schmooze. Yeah, so the, a lot of bullshit, but a lot of schmooze. Yeah. A lot of bullshit <laughs> in there. Let's not say that word too much, too many times. Sorry. Um, <laughs> for the interview? For the interview and for on air. Both reasons there. Um, <laughs> so, shy Guy's reached his bullshit quota. Sorry. Shy Guy's now overdone his bullshit it, quota. Lakey. Now we've hit our quota. Sorry. Um, so it says... Employers want to get a sense of how well you understand the role and the day-to-day requirements. Neither of you answered that. We danced around t- the subject t- pretty t- well. You, you talked pretty about yourselves, well. not the company and your interest in the role. Well, you're hiring us, you know, yeah. for the company. You can see where we were mistaken. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so it's good to talk about um, your goals and objectives. Lakey, you I said sort of did that. I, I, I put my goals out there. You put your goals out there. I Lou. wear my goals on my sleeve. You didn't do that. So moving on to question two. Mm. It is for you, Luke. Why are you interested in working at this organisation? Look, I, I, I have grown up on H&R Block. You know, it's, it's bread and butter in our family. So for me, it was sort of like as a child, I grew up knowing that this, if, if I could have one 
you know, lifelong goal, it would be to work for your company. I just think we've got the same morals and values. I, I love that you work hard, play hard. There's a lot of, you know, um, traits at H&R Block that I see in myself. So I, it would be an honour to be able to come and work for you. Work, does work hard, play hard mean that you yeah. guys do cocaine after 5pm? <laughs> come on, that's got to no, like it, it's, it's good, uh, uh, you know, you, you work hard, but then you also have a good time with your, your colleagues, you know, at the water okay. cooler or the, the lunch break. Sure. <laughs> no. Yeah. no. All right, we'll call time on that. Lakey, same question to you. Why are you interested in working at this organisation? Look, I enjoy playing, but there's one thing that I enjoy playing (laughs) more than playing, and it's working. The work ethic that this company upholds, it's a reputation that astounds me every day. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking to integrate myself into that culture. The thing that bugged me with my past job, there was too much dead weight, Mm. too much plankton that wasn't floating to the top. And I'm looking for a, a whale to come through, gobble up that plankton, and reward the seaweed. Okay. <laughs> I like your analogy. <laughs> that makes no it sense. It makes no sense at all. You'd have to, that like, would bamboozle the It's better than work saying. hard, play hard, isn't <laughs> the it? The best thing would be is the, the interviewer would be going, mm-hmm. yeah, he's right, mm-hmm. he's right. Yeah. But it makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. You know what we need to do? We need to just apply for these jobs to just <laughs> see, see what happens. we can get just them anyway. Just the interview. Mm. Um, well, look, it says the perfect response is someone who's prepared to talk about how these will align with the company and what it does. If you can build a connection with the organization's people, strategy, and values, and oh, your I own values, you will show the potential employer why you're an ideal fit. Mm. The thing with these questions are they're all basically the same. They're all the I same. Yes. But you know, you've got to reword it. Yeah. Chuck and jargon in there. Which is what values, we, which is what we did bit, like great on both of them. We said the same thing twice yeah. in a roundabout Literally. way. Final question. I'm gonna put a timer of sixty seconds on it for both of you. Okay. Talk us through your professional and technical skill set for this job. Look, it's been 10 years in the accounting world for me, so I'm well aware of how tax, GST, all that works. Um, I like to think that my skill set would be valued in a a, a manager. manager Yeah, but what are the skills? Yeah, Yeah, The skills skills? that I have are obviously people skills. My communication skills are phenomenal. I really pride myself on creating strong relationships with people co-workers and obviously clients um, work hard play hard you know I'll take the clients out for a work lunch and I'll yeah. I'll have a fun time with them fun. and then I'll yeah. too many skills obviously too many skills <laughs> over qualified yeah look, um, like you say, same to you yeah, yeah look I mean my literacy and numerous numeracy skills <laughs> 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 oh no a second to none my interpersonal skills and relationship building skills are what I'd pride myself on Okay, cool. Well, well under time. Mm. Um, so this question is a great opportunity to share your technical technical know-how by demonstrating you've used a particular technical mm. skill set in a past job. Neither of you did that. Uh, excuse me, I've got skills. I didn't want to have to bring it out, but I can I can swallow a plum hole, okay? Okay, good. Well, you're hired. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Maz and Lakey. Chewy Louie filling in for Maz. Oh, my God, cash. Loves a bit of cash. I couldn't believe this story that I read last night. This is news to me. From 2014 to 2021, the RBA, Reserve Bank of Australia, processed around 110,000 damaged banknote claims and made $44 million in payments, which works out to a yearly average of about 14,000 claims worth $5.5 million each. 
$5.5 million of legal Aussie tender is getting ruined every single year. And I don't know if you're like me, if I've ruined some cash over the last couple of days, I'll be like, oh God, that sucks. Like I'm never getting that cash back. Oh, it wouldn't have even occurred to me that you could go and get it replaced by no, the bank. But- I just don't understand how these people are, like, burning their cash or how it's getting so mm. damaged. Well, this is the story. And 131060, going to put two minutes on the clock. I would love to know if anyone's actually had cash replaced. Have you damaged cash? And did you replace it? Or did you not know about it? And are you fuming now like me? And does this apply to coins? 131060, if you've damaged your cash. Um, Australians have money to burn, literally, with an alarming trend emerging of people destroying their hard-earned cash in the toaster. Now, I think there's a couple of reasons. A, drug money that you've got to hide. So yes. if you get searched, I don't know, I guess I feel the cops are beyond it, but maybe people oh, hide like a big wad of bills in the toaster. Maybe if you just hide a couple, they're in there for so long, you forget about it and then you toast toast one day and then it starts burning before you know it, it's too late. A lot of people have been putting cash in the microwave as of late to try and sanitize it with the whole COVID thing. No, I feel like the... Banks would surely question if someone's coming in with like a big wad of burnt cash. Mm. Like it would be like mm, red flags, maybe. Yeah, I think they'd think that deep down. But what's a bank teller going to do? Like they got no. I don't think they got enough power to be like, sorry, can't do this. No, but then would you really go out of your way, Lakey, if you had a cut twenty dollar note to go get it replaced? Maybe not a cut twenty. No, no. But if I had a whole wad of fifties and I burnt them, it wouldn't even occur to me to go to the RBA or, or tell anyone. If it was dirty money, I wouldn't be able to tell it. I wouldn't tell anyone about it either. So I would have technically just lost a couple of thousand dollars and I could have got it replaced. How damaged does it need to be? I've got a couple of calls coming through on 131060. This is good. Uh, Thomas, morning to you. How you going, mate? Yeah, good. So Talk you to us, Tom. damaged some cash? Sure did. What happened? Well, I was having a bonfire and it fell in your pocket. <laughs> oh, no. How much? 50 bucks. 50 bucks. See, that's that's enough to go, hey, I need that. I might need that at some point. Oh, did you know about the, the RBA rules or did you shop around? No, I didn't know. Oh, so, so you lost your 50. Or you lost it and now you're only hearing it this morning. Yep, pretty much. Oh, sorry, Thomas. He could have been $50 richer. Sorry. That's the thing. That's why I wanted to talk about it a little bit, though, because I thought, surely I can't be the only person that doesn't know about this. You could have. As long as you saved it, you know, it couldn't have burnt into a cinder, but if it was, like, melted and all warped and you fished it out within the first five or so seconds, maybe you could have got it. How quickly does cash burn straight onto the fire? No, oh, it was gone in seconds, Almost mate. instantly. Yeah, all right. Maybe, I have yeah, to bonfires. watch that. Bonfires Almost therapeutic, don't you reckon? It is. Yeah, Watching it's, a, a note go up and play? It's a crying shame that one of the most visually appealing things in the world will literally cost you money by the second. Mm. Um, oh, sorry, Thomas. Sorry to hear it. Um, Jen, morning to you. Yes. Good morning. You know about this uh, cash exchange at the RBA if it's damaged? No, I haven't. Me neither. No one knows about this. Why aren't we telling people no. about this? I tell you the other thing people need to know about. Yesterday, I went to get my passport replaced. Still expires a year a, a year later because I knew that there was um, lots of people having trouble with it. Once you apply for a new passport, they'll chop up your old passport on the spot. And then there's this 12-week period where you can't go overseas. Anyway, people don't know about that either. Anyway, so, well, sorry. What are you going to do if you want to go overseas? Well, you can't. You have to time your run perfectly. Well, did you time it? He was just about to chop it. I said, hey, 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 what are you doing? I'm going overseas in August. He said, oh, sorry, I did it to a woman yesterday. She couldn't go overseas. She was about to leave on Saturday. Ha, ha, ha. I was like, we'll tell people about this. That's anyway. not something to laugh about. Daddy Lakey needs to do a whole podcast about things people deserve to know. Anyway, sorry, Jen. We're getting bogged down in passport gear. What's uh, what's the story sorry. about the cash? That's about cash. So, um, honestly, it's my sister. 
Uh, so she actually um, was hiding some money from her son because he always finds it mm. um, and tries to put it in his money box. Mm. So she actually hid it in the lamp um, and forgot it in, and forgot to put it in there. And um, because she forgot it was in there, then she turned the lamp on and actually burnt. Yeah, of course. Um, the money. So it's actually a few hundred dollars. Yeah. Did she take it to the bank? She did take it to the bank, um, but only the, the, the only the note that she could actually still see a bit of. Mm, yeah, of course, yeah, because there'd be um, there'd be a point where people, like are, yeah, there'd be a point where people are trying to scan and be like, oh, this is a five dollar note. Like it looks like just an old comic book you've burnt there, sir. No, it's fifty dollars. Trust me, there'd have to be a limit. Um, Laura, thanks, thanks for that, Jen. Laura, final uh, call. You were a bank teller. You know a bit I about was, this. I was a bank teller. Are the rumours true? Yes, but it's uh, based on a percentage. So if right. 25% or less is damaged, right. they can replace it on the spot. Okay. If more than 25% is damaged, it gets sent to the reserve bank to assess it, oh. and then you get back what they deem it's worth. So you could only get $20 of a $50 note oh. if it's too far damaged. Wow, that's crazy. Even though it's not your fault if it was burnt or something, it's still like, oh, yeah. no. Does the same no. work with coins if they're like super scratched or like ground down or something? Well, the coins, yeah, anything that you take in as a coin gets assessed by the teller. If yeah. it's not good enough, it goes as waste and doesn't get handed back out again. Wow. And so you could literally chop 20% off a $20 note, take it to the bank, and they'd have to give you a new one? Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Money does talk. Shy guy. Shy guy's got something. Shy guy's coming in, boys. Here we go. Shy guy's coming in, boys. Yes. Then off a twenty dollar note or a fifty, mm. and then you took a different twenty percent until you had a whole note. Or could you start making money? Shy guy. Laura, <laughs> would you like to incriminate yourself and lose your job on the spot? So, bills have serial numbers on them. And they're on each corner. That's why you're the bank teller. Yeah, right? <laughs> and that's why Shy Guys in radio. Genius idea that I've come up with that I don't think exists in the real world. And I think there'd be enough um, interest in the office is probably where I'd start this, you know, at a local level. Mm-hmm. Um, I love documentaries. I've always said it. I'm not a movies man. Don't watch too many movies. But me... Nice warm mug of cocoa and me jammies and me Uggs on a Friday night watching a docker. That's my true north. That's my you, centre. You've always loved a docker. I, really I remember have. years ago on the night show, I'd be like, oh, have you seen this movie? You go, no, no, no. You hadn't even seen Titanic, I think, at one point. Yeah, no, but I've seen the Titanic documentary. Classic yeah, water. There you go. Very interesting. Um, some of my favourite documentaries, um, American Movie, which is a classic tale of two struggling American rednecks trying to make a horror movie but with no budget. But the tenacity, their will, and their never-say-die uh, attitude reign supreme in the end. And they managed to host their poorly made, shot-on-one-handy-cam horror movie to a theatre of 25 people. It's a real rags-to-riches story. Inspiring. If I could have half the tenacity that that director had, I'd be happy. A Hotel Coolgardie, watched over the weekend. I think you'll find that on Amazon Prime at the moment, an Australia-made documentary, um, Aussie-funded, and I'd encourage everyone to watch it, to uh, Backpackers from Europe go and work to save money at a pub in rural Western Australia, a classic insight into a different way of living, toxic masculinity themes, but also the underlying sorrows behind what drives that. Okay. Very good stuff. That sounds interesting.
Uh, the Barkley Marathons, a uh, madman in the US wilderness that creates an impossible marathon each year with a big cash prize that no one can finish because it's so ridiculous. These are very niche. <laughs> great documentary. Really niche. I feel like most people just go to Netflix and go popular search, perhaps. Look, documentary heads, people that are keen to expand their horizons when it comes to documentaries, right? No, and as good as Genius was, the three-parter on Netflix about Kanye, there's... More pressing docos out there. There's more things to tug at the heartstrings. There's more things to shape your thinking and change your minds. That's why I love docos, right? I mean, the horror one sounds really It actually is great. Please, American movie. Everyone, do yourself a favor. I think it's still on Netflix. Um, What I'm thinking is to incorporate all the rules of your social book club that Mm. is a great social activity for mums, you know, in the school. Oh, do you want to join the book club? Oh, yeah, it's at Wendy's this week. Oh, we've got a new book. Oh, what should I bring? The hummus. I'll bring a Pinot. Yeah. Um, th- that, but with documentaries instead of books. I've always said I don't like reading books, but documentaries. So I'm thinking about doing a roundup of the office. Hey, want to be in my documentary club? You've got two weeks to watch this documentary. We're all going to meet up on a Wednesday night, seven o'clock, have a bit of wine and, and chat about the documentary. Sounds I great, I love right? this. It's, I it's love idea. this, Lakey. It's, it's good genius. Idea. Good idea. I, I have a book club and we absolutely you? love it. You've got a book club? Yeah. A couple of the girls. We've got a book club. Classic. This is what I want to know on 131060. Are you in a book club and what goes on there? Because once I actually thought the next step in this, I thought, well, all right, everyone would rock up. We'd talk about the documentary for, what, three minutes and then what? Mm. Like, what do, how long can you talk about a documentary? For? Like, how long are you guys talking about the book at the book club? Is it actually what? more of a party atmosphere or are, how it's do you sit around? A- yeah, you sit around, you might have some wine and cheese. This is mm. how my book club works, mm. some wine and cheese, or maybe someone will cook dinner for the girls, right. and then we'll all, yeah, just to sort of discuss the book, and then you sort of veer off into different conversations with other people. How long does book chat go for? Like, well, it who- depends. Someone, someone, It might be interesting. It might go, oh, there was this twist at the end, and everyone's just up in arms and, you know, a roar about what they thought of it, or it might mm. just be this book was kind of average, and it goes, yeah, like you said, three minutes. I can't, I, yeah, I just can't imagine this fodder. Is it, is it awkward? Does it feel forced? No, you with well in my book club it's all mates. Yours might be a bit different because you might have <laughs> Co-workers. you know colleagues, <laughs> perhaps randoms from the street, your local yeah. barista. So it could yeah. be a little bit of you know almost like speed dating doco. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I don't really have a tight knit community of documentary watchers, but yeah. maybe we can grow over time. Thirteen ten sixty. Are you in a book club? And what goes on at this book club sort of thing? What techniques? What tools can I implement implement for my successful documentary club? Bree is a must, of course. Yeah, because you're the ringleader as well. So yeah, I know. To... Gonna, I'm going to have to host first. Yeah, you've got to host the first docos. Host. Yeah, you've oh, got to show everyone call. how I know. it's done. I know. So the pressure's on. Matt is on the line. You are actually in a documentary club. Morning, Lakey. Yes, oh. I am. I, I started my own documentary club. Oh, love brilliant! It. Just the man we need to hear. Love from. it. I mean, I'd almost in another universe, I'd be a bit jealous that someone thought of my idea before I did. It's like Shy Guy's app all over all over again. Thought he had a million dollar idea then we found out it is the number one app in the social section on <laughs> iTunes right now. Um, so great. Uh, you paved the way. What? How did you build this from the ground up? What are the tips? How did you start? What do you talk about? Yeah, so I, I used to, in a previous life, I used to be a, a national buyer for DVDs for a large Australian retailer. Right. Um, and so I used to get access to a lot of this stuff before it hit the market and a lot of my colleagues were sort of interested in what I was watching. So we used to get together and I would sort of show them what I was watching and we thought, hang on, let's sort of formalise this a little bit more and get together and mm-hmm. have dinner and have some drinks and, mm-hmm. you know, get get together and watch and talk about some of the amazing documentaries that a lot of people don't see or hear. Yeah. 
I like so that. do you watch the doco separately or you actually watch the doco together and then commentate on after? Uh, I think it's, it's best if you do it separately. I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, everyone's got strong opinions and stuff. So you get there, you just enjoy it in your own time. And then once we all catch up, you sort of, you know, it takes you in a whole different direction. And yeah, yeah it's. Yeah, I got, I got a few good ones for you though, if you want them. Oh, save it for off the air, mate, because I've got, I've got, I have know. got minutes to kill during the ad break, so I'll be writing a list down. I might actually, I'll just record you saying them, and then I'll save it as an MP3 file, email it to myself. <laughs> Smart. Um, exactly. So yeah, I like that you watch it separately because you do want to watch it separately. You want to be in the right mood at the at the right time. You don't want to be tired after a day from work or something. Then you've got days to stew on it. Your theories, cooking things up. Hotel Coolgardi. Watched it last Friday. Still affecting me today. Still thinking about it. Still thinking about good one. I'm thinking about it right now. Um, this is all good fodder. Um, got a message from my mum as well. Uh, by the way, she must be listening live from Scotland right now. Shout out to the mumsy. I still Bliss. Zoom call into my old book club with Sandra and the girls in Perth. They just pop a laptop up on a chair like I'm actually there. Could always do this for your club too. I love documentaries. There you go. You've got your first. You've got your first client. No like thanks. Wiki races is something that we do every week. Shuri Lou, you won't be aware of this. It's it's a relatively simple game to which mm-hmm. the shy guy came up with after playing with his mates in the schoolyard back in primary school. They were obsessed with Wikipedia and all um, the options that it would forego. I was mm. going to say, I didn't come up with this. This is the, what the computer teacher came up with. Oh, sorry. The computer teacher came up with game. It. I'm not that nerdy. Nah, computer teacher handball shy uh, guy. And then guys, he put not, the try down. Let's not go outside. Let's not go to the computer lab and play a game. Yeah. <laughs> that was not me. The, the computer teacher... Suggested it once, and then the shy guy just kept doing it for years. <laughs> um, it is a good game. It's where you go on Wikipedia, you start with one topic, and you've got to click your way to another topic. These two topics do not have any links. They are two mm. topical things from this week. We're going to start with Chinese restaurant on oh, Wikipedia. Yeah. Mm. Yes, there's a Wikipedia page for Chinese restaurant yes. all over the world, different kind of cuisines in different countries regarding what Chinese restaurant you go to. We've got to click our way to Barbie. After awesome. Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling, first okay. photos have dropped from that. So They are very hard. There's a million ways, literally an infinite amount of ways that you can click from one to the other. But who can do it in the least amount of clicks? Well, someone's going to have to do it. We've got three minutes. We'll see you got there first next. Uh, it's time for Wiki Races, guys. Game that Shago's computer teacher came up with in primary school, and he's had a lot of experience with this. Yep. Two random topics that you need to start on one and click your way through Wikipedia in the least amount of clicks to get to another topic. Two topics this week in the news. Chinese restaurant after the Adelaide manager tried to run off without paying his bill at the Chinese restaurant. Uh, to Barbie after Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie's first pictures dropping for the Barbie movie that is dropping next year. Is this a kid's movie? Uh, I remember I... reading something from the director. She's saying this is going to be the movie you didn't know you needed and right. it's not what you expected. So you'd expect right. a kid's movie. I assume it's not going to be a kid's movie. Yeah, I think it's not a kid's movie. I think it's almost like the latest Cruella. Mm. Yeah, it's a more adult, grown-up version. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Looking forward to the movie. So I'm just... Yeah, yeah I am, actually. <laughs> Are you really like it? Yeah, I'll, I'll get, get your ticket. Once I read the extended cast. Oh, yeah, I'm oh, really hooked great. now. Good, good. Now, I'm just going to put it out there. I did not finish in three oh, and a half what? minutes. I'm, I'm unfinished. By the way, so, so am I. I'm oh, also good. unfinished. This yeah. was really. Oh, man, it's my first time, so give me the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, no, this was a tough one this week. I finished. Oh, Boy, it's a brag. Shut up, shut up. Years it is of your game. Yeah, years of experience. Yeah. So, well, well, why don't we? I mean, I, I'll just start. Yeah, let's, yeah. Where'd I, you end up? What my original thoughts were? All right, Chinese restaurant. If I can get to Australia quick enough, I can get to 
Barbie in terms of barbecue. And then I'll just go disambiguation, the other option of that. So show me Australia. Is that what that means? You'll get the Barbie, and then I'll just change to the the Barbie one from Mattel. Good. God, it led me down a goose chase. Chinese restaurants in Australia, Melbourne. Then you've got to click back to Australia because there was Mm. nothing clickable there. Sausage sizzle, democracy sausage. I thought I'm home here. No, barbecue everywhere. No slang for Barbie anywhere on Wikipedia. Then I went down emoji. Then I went to girl. Then I went to popular culture where I thought, all right, girls popular culture. Must be there now. And then I just gave up when the only girls listed in girls' popular culture are Little Lulu and Peppermint Patty. Oh, no. Little Not Lulu. Peppermint Patty. I'm over here. <laughs> um, I, I didn't really have a game plan, to be honest, guys. It was my first one. So I kind of was just, you know, scoping around for words. And then I sort of got down the um, rabbit hole of design and then kind of like modelling, bikini, thigh gap, female bodies, nothing. I was like, I'm so close. I even saw at one point it was like body image with children's cartoons and it was like Belle from Beauty and the Beast. I was like, where is Barbie? So close. Well, I'm glad Shy Guy got there because otherwise it'd be up in the air whether Barbie even has a Wikipedia page, to be honest. She definitely does. So I started a Chinese restaurant like we all did. Mm. Um, I clicked on the United States. Oh. Ah, See, I didn't yes. know if Barbie was created in the United States. Well, neither or neither did I. Mm. So, Took a risk. Yeah, it, it does help if you know background. Not that I knew background, but it would help. Mm. Um, so from there, I clicked on the word mainstream, went into uh-huh. um, the media culture category of mainstream. Mm. Mm, mainstream media. And then from that, went into celebrity culture. Mm. And I thought, cool, I'm home here. Mm. I wasn't. Mm. I then had to kind of go backwards and I clicked on globalization. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of trade and tax talk in that. To which I clicked on the Olympic Games. Oh, rogue. Yeah, well, I had to go rogue because it wasn't giving me anything. Crazy. Then I found my way to a list of Olympic mascots. Uh-huh. Okay, and I'm thinking, great, cool, we're home here. There'll be dolls or something at some point. Warmer. There wasn't. Colder. Uh, so I then had to click on Ancient Greece. Freezing. Yeah. From there, went to Bronze Sculpture. Polar Blast. Yeah. Yep. From there, went to figurine. Oh, putting on a polo. From there, found my doling. Oh, putting on a jacket. From there, Barbie Bang. Windbreaker! 12 links. 12 links. 12 clicks. They got there in the end. They got there. Shy Guy's lowest moment. Mmm. Low moments from the show. I can't all be high all week. He has no, collated a couple no, of... I cannot, Lakey. The lowest moments. Um, the week. We had a pretty good week, actually. Mm. Um, so I had to nitpick at some stuff. Uh, we'll start here. We played, I think it was a Maroon 5 song, but you came off the back of it live and did this. Oh, Harder to Breathe? Yeah. Grab one. Okay, standalone, that sounds weird, but I don't think anyone noticed because I was doing it in time with Maroon 5. Yeah, you were doing it in time, but you were doing it on air. That's the I cold remember feed. that. Yeah. I remember that thinking, God, he's weird. <laughs> no, I usually sing subtly towards the end of a song each time, yeah, you but do. it's specifically designed for people to go, Did I just hear something or not? Mm. <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, earlier in the show today, you uh, had a cough, which is normal. You do that. Mm. Um, and Ever you, a cough. You thought to Hashtag turn free off, the cough. You, you used your cough. Um, yeah, you turn off your mic. I was going to say cough button. You, you don't have one. Oh, yeah. Um, but you forgot that I'm also in studio. <laughs> Little trick on the air, yeah. Turn <laughs> off your mic as you cough, but I forgot the shy guy's mic was still on. listen. 624. <laughs> <coughs> Mazalaki. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> this morning. That wouldn't. Have, that wasn't as smart as I thought because I left no. your microphone yes. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You may as well have just left your microphone. Yeah. It would have made no difference at all. I didn't realise it. Just done a live cough yeah. under the cough. Yeah. yeah, usually I do. You usually do. I don't know why you're bothered. Because I did too many live coughs yeah. this week, because and I thought people will think I'm putting on this live cough yeah. joke. Okay. I didn't no. want to repeat my gear. No, I did want to get the grab where you coughed at the beginning of the break, and then Lou, you sneezed at the end, but I couldn't mm. find it in time. But that also happened. Mm, yeah. um, and then I love to, a live sneeze. To wrap it up, because um, again, I had to nitpick. Mm. Uh, we were talking about grabs this morning because I wasn't in studio, and you were like, "Oh, where's Shaga?" And I'm like, oh, "I'm getting grabs." Yeah. What are you doing? And then we had a whole thing on, on mm. it. Here it is. Yeah, good grabs. Here's the Happy Friday, everyone. It's a real good feeling around the place. Shy Guy's outside. Not sure why he's resorted to the outside room at the moment. Doing something, obviously. Hands tied yeah, down with stuff up. With bric-a-brac. Or setting things up, are you? grabs to get. Lots of stuff to Oh, do. lots of grabs. If we're doing this on air. Mm. Um, where's my delivery? Oh, he's not Guys. doing grabs. He has no idea what grabs he's no, doing. I just logged in. All right. So he, he wouldn't know a grab if it came and grabbed him on the bum. Save it for off the air. Okay, fine. Well, I've got a lot of grabs, mate. So just don't, don't spend all your grabs down there because <laughs> wouldn't want to double up on grabs. It's happened before. And then it was very tense in the studio. <laughs> the dad bod thing. Have you done that? No, I haven't done that. Okay. No. Um, Ryan Gosling? No. Um, South Australian man who fled. Guys. No, I haven't done any of those actually. Let's do this off the air. Continue doing that. You asked. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Just. Riff raff back and forth. We didn't so use any of those grabs. We didn't the use show, any either. of them either. <laughs> Sorry about that. Communication, guys. <laughs> 20 minutes of wasted work that'll yeah. never get back. Yeah. Oh, well. well. That's it. Sometimes you've got to do the work that never gets done. You know? So true. You need backup work so that will never see the light of day. The it amount is, of gear that I could have talked about on the air this It is funny morning. when you get a grab and I get a grab. And I don't want to, like, shame your grab getting. But mine Toot tend to be horn. of higher quality. <sighs> wow. Even though the content's the exact same. I'll put, you know, little sound effects at the start of it and you'll just play out of Oxbro. Yeah. Uh, no, sometimes I'll do my own little... Psh. Yeah, or you play them live off YouTube. Yeah. Here's a grab. Psh. I'm glad I'm following Queenie. Psh, psh. Good. I've got all the grabs I need in my mouth. We should do a live sound effect show. Mm, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that's it. That's good. Thanks good. for filling in this week, Lou. Yeah, thanks. thanks for having me, yeah. guys. Good gear. Lots of fun. Good right. throwback. Everyone enjoy their weekend. See you Monday. Well, that's a wrap for Maz and Lakey. But you can catch any moment from the show anytime you like. Download our free listener app, then search for Maz and Lakey. Follow us and you get anything you missed and exclusive behind-the-scenes content. Maz and Lakey.